Hi, my name is Emily Chabon from That Crazy Thing Called Life, and I have just appeared on Boss to Boss with my good friend Miro. Be sure to check the podcast out. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Boss to Boss. Today's episode is our rants and recaps. R and R. How you doing, everybody? Miro Weaslow here in the house. Ready to crush it with you. That's for sure. Oh, man. So it's been a it's an interesting start to the year. That's for sure. That's for sure. So much has happened. Um, I touched base a little bit on some of the different uh, ways that we've uh, we've given back with HodgePodge. We did our big Toys for Tots events. Uh, I didn't touch uh, too much upon them, but we did do uh, some drive, toy drives where we helped out. I had HodgePodge. I had all the employees. Uh, just wanted to recap a few things. Have everybody uh, take their time out of their schedule. And we had two full days devoted to stewardship where we took what we uh, could do best. And that was utilize our trucks, our human labor, our capital. And instead of being able to give money into, you know, into these foundations and, and helping toys since, you know, we don't have as much money being a startup. But we do we can offer services. So, you know, I still paid my employees for those days and still used our trucks and we used all those resources we had to give back to Toys for Tots, the Marines. We teamed up with Amling Cycle, which is a bicycle shop out in Niles, and we uh, we met up with them. We uh, helped get 5,900 toys uh, transported on our bicycles and our hodgepodge truck. And then when we got to uh, to the final area, which is Old Town in Chicago, we transferred all the gifts off of the bicycles. They were like in those little, uh, those little like things that are behind a bike, you know, that hold the kids, the little, little wagons. Um, and we had all toys all up in those and we transferred them over to our trucks. And then we did a big drop off over to the Marines and toys for tots. And that was part one. And then part two, we, uh, helped out again where we got about, I think it was closer to 3000 ish toys the second time, three or 4,000. And that was uh, from an insurance company in Orland Park. Um, and we, Curlin Insurance, we helped, you know, they, they were collecting toys all all holiday season. We helped get them onto our trucks and transported to uh, Toys for Tots facilities as well. Get them unloaded there and get them, you know, ready for that next step to get dropped off to the kids for the holidays. So uh, I, I didn't talk too much in detail about that, but, you know, it's those little things you do, those little ways of giving back and running a for-purpose business. Uh, as you'll notice in, in my next episode with uh, Tommy Barretts, he has a for-purpose business and he talks about, you know, how he gives back through comedy. And over here, you know, I'm trying, we're trying to our hodgepodge give back through our repurposing, you know, through our moving, our junk removal, through the storage, we are giving back. We want to do a greater good with the items, with normal services that you could receive from anybody else, but we go that extra mile. We make sure that, you're not just getting normal service. You're getting the best personable experience and you know exactly where things are going. They're going above and beyond where they normally would. Yeah, so uh, so that's that That was exciting. That was the holidays. I didn't really touch up on that as much as I should have. You know, It was a very big deal and uh, we just kind of did it just because we wanted to do it. We wanted to help out uh, the Marines, Toys for Tots. We wanted to make sure we uh, use our resources to help someone out. And for the holidays, it kind of just worked out. You know, we, we didn't want any kids to go without gifts 
for the holidays. We wanted to at least play our role and help as many children as possible to get gifts. As I remember when I was, uh, you know, poor, when I was growing up, my first, you know, probably half of my life that I'm at right now, uh, I was poor. I was going to shelters. I was going to different types of churches and, you know, getting things donated, getting things through, I guess, essentially, you know, secondhand. And it meant so much to me, you know, to be able to get that little toy car or that little, um, probably not an oven set. Those are usually for girls, but <laughs> whatever it was, little toy cars are usually my favorite or getting like a carpet where I could drive their little toy cars on it with all the little, um, designs, uh, things like that. It just meant so much to me and it really just shaped my childhood and made me appreciate things, made me appreciate the little things that now giving things back like that and especially through through my business through this business that you know whoever's part of hodgepodge here it's just secondhand it's 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 it comes with the territory and it it's something that when me and my business partner when we started up this business we knew we were going to give back we knew there was going to be a component of the business that it was going to be the backbone of the business and that is giving back to people through the items that we remove and making sure things for the you know as much as possible it's impossible to keep everything up but getting as many things as possible out of the landfill and through repurpose and through to other people um in other ways and that's kind of where uh that's i guess that's what really shaped me and i just it meant so much and i wanted to make sure this episode is dedicated to to the those things we did with hodgepodge and how we gave back to the community and um just you know relating it to how others give back and some people you know do crazy things like they 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 have shelters for for the abused for the homeless for the uh for people that were trafficked you know just whatever it is there are so many greater things out there and i've i'm really on this theme today because after talking to tommy with our interview that we did you know we we the small business owners we actually make up most of the 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 business you know when, when you actually add up the amount of small businesses that there are it's a lot bigger part of the of the economy you know, like in numbers wise than it is just the the few the you know the largest businesses and if we all start playing a role and start making you know just just a little bit of an impact if we could just give back a few hours you know a day a year whatever it is the, the smallest of amounts will go such a long way as we do play such a big role um in on this planet and in other people's lives and and if we're fortunate enough to to be able to have some extra money you know it's going that extra mile and doing something with it not just keeping it all for yourself which uh which which goes a long way and and sometimes you know good things come out of it too you can't expect good things you know to to come out of it for yourself you can't sit here expecting you know and again getting mad if they don't if they happen they happen uh, we we were fortunate and blessed enough, you know, to get numerous shout outs. Numerous people reached out to us. Um, numerous people heard our story, heard about how we were dedicating our time and people and trucks to helping the Marines and Toys for Tots. And and people have reached out to us about that. You know, people have reached out and wanted to talk about us. They wanted to see if we could work together, do business together, partner up. And many great things have happened. It's not something we ever planned for i ever planned for my business partner ever planned for it just came with a territory and it happened you know i'm any day of the week i'm gonna go and buy food from a store or buy 
uh, someone, you know, if someone is coming over here to fix, uh, I don't know, my furnace, and I know this person, you know, a part of uh, what they, what they do is bigger in the community. They maybe give back in some sort of way, and their services are exactly identical. The costs are identical, but I know this person is doing this little thing above and beyond. You know, they sponsor this event. They're they're a chairman of some non for profits, and they constantly devote time for free toward to other people. I will I will go with that company. I will choose that vendor for that service for that good. Um, it's it's something that back then didn't matter to me as much, but with time now it does, and and it's such a vital vital role uh, that it plays. You know, being a for purpose business, it plays such a big role, and and yeah. So I mean, that's that's one thing that we did. The holidays, you know, I talked about my previous rants. I you know had some ups and downs, ups and downs, but uh, a lot of things have been happening. I uh, I've recently I'm in a process. Uh, he's going to begin in about a week. I'm bringing somebody else on board to kind of start taking on the operations role fully. Um, the last person I hired was more uh, kind of geared toward business development and sales, whereas this is going to be more fully operations, like the role that I've been kind of doing firsthand myself since we started up HodgePodge about a year and a half ago exactly. Uh, it's going to be the first time I'm going to be slowly, you know, getting him up to speed and releasing that role. And it's, that's huge because that just defines the next step in this business. And for me to grow this business even more, for you to grow your business even more, or to grow anything in life more, you have to be able to delegate things. You have to be able to hire people that are smart, hire people that are smarter than you, that can bring in their experience, their expert, their expertise, and show you how things can be done. Because it is impossible, you know. You you are here more as a as a coach. When you're a coach and you're out on the football field, for example, you're not over there uh, tackling the quarterback, going up against 350 pound linemen. You know why? Because that's not what you're best at. You're best at motivating these people. You're best at bringing in 15, 20 other coaches to help motivate these people and get them in the right place. You're there. You're overseeing things. You're not there doing every single little role. And you can't be busted every single little role or there won't be a team. If the coach was the best player and the best coach at every single position, at every single little statistical thing that happens in football, at every little playmaking, calling, managing skill, like that, that would be horrible. That's that's just the dude the dude's probably not real. He'd probably die of uh of or lose it and go to uh, end up in some psych ward because that's impossible to be the best at every single little thing and that kind of to bring it all together that's why me hiring this person for operations is such a vital and big step for hodgepodge as you know if i could get him fully on board and everything uh kind of transitions smoothly and he starts you know taking things to to the next level you know taking taking control of things from something that I well, I had the responsibility on, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be huge for us, and I hope that things work out, and I hope they work out well. I'm thinking this might be the first time I don't have to be as hands on and as training someone because this person, you know, they went to Columbia University, they have years of experience doing what I'm currently doing. They've they, they've done it for longer actually. You know, they dealt with moving and storing things and. Um, dispatch type of work whereas i learned a lot of these things on the fly so i can't wait to have this person teach me a few things 
or not even teach because I'm going to let them just handle it. <laughs> so uh, that's that's super exciting, super exciting. I'm going to keep you guys posted on that um, with how that happens. You know, hopefully everything goes smoothly. I don't want to jinx it. And and another thing I uh, wanted to quickly touch up on is we are we closed on a, a land lot. You know, I talked about this earlier, 10 acre lot, and we're still in the process of getting rezoned um, from it was an agricultural land or rezoning it to industrial for our warehouse and storage facilities. And wow. Can I tell you that is a process? I don't, I don't have enough time to dig it deep, deep into it on this rant as I like to keep these rants shorter, but uh, I'm definitely going to dig deeper into it uh, next episode. And as things progressed, but you know, I'm over here going from, you know, being a stock trader, uh, DJ, CPA, pizza seller, salesman, and now running this business hodgepodge to fully dealing with architects, attorneys, civil engineers, wetlands engineers, um, all types of the, the Army Reserve Corps, the city, you know, different county um, individuals, mechanical engineers, peers and people. Uh, over here, I'm pretty much dealing with all these different individuals who... I briefly knew what they did, and here I am, you know, dealing with this person, with that person, coordinating this, coordinating that, researching things, Googling things, trying to find out what this means, what this word means, asking questions. Uh, I've really been thrown into a crazy world and business, uh, this land and development and building a structure, a unit is not easy. Let me tell you, it is not easy, and it is super, super stressful. You have to get permits. You have to get... Uh, go go to like these hearings kind of ordeals where everybody from the county or the city surrounding cities come in. They you have to argue your case why you should uh, be building these things on this land. Then you have to get approvals. Then you have to hire all the different people to actually build the hundred of diff hundreds of different parts that go into a building. Um, you know whether electricity, whether water, heating, the the actual trusses, the actual roof. Um, the digging, the concrete, like it's just, it goes on and on and, and it's exciting. It's exciting. Cause it's, I'm learning a whole new ball game. I, I, I audited construction in, you know, real estate. And I, I looked at, you know, receipts. I talked to CFOs, picked their brains, but I never actually had to deal with the contractors themselves or these different architects, attorneys. And here I am on the total opposite side. And and it's uh it's wild let me tell you it it hasn't been easy it's been uh, it's been a lot of work they definitely don't make it seem as easy as it looks on these little instagram facebook motivational videos like buy a property now flip it now do that do that like it's it's not that easy let me uh let me tell you but it's uh it's not it's not anything you can't learn if i could learn it you know and i'm some joe schmo cpa guy um then you can learn it it's it's all there. Information's all there in front of you. You know you could pretty much Google anything nowadays. You just need to be uh, you just need to be open minded and hustle and make sure you don't get um, taken advantage of. Do your research. Contact your friends, your closest friends, the ones that might be in similar industries. Try to get referrals. Try to meet other people that have gotten similar jobs done. Get multiple quotes. You know, those are definitely things to keep in mind, bear in mind when making decisions because these are the decisions that could impact, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars. 
and they could make or break your business. So yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. I could definitely expand on a lot of these, but just want to kind of throw them at you and, and let you uh, be updated with what's happening here at HodgePodge and the world of Miro. We slow, like we are slow, though we really, really are. Ah, I hope you're all doing well. I know you're doing well and you're going to crush the rest of your week. And we're going to talk again soon. So many exciting interviews coming up. Check out our new site, boss2boss.com. It's so clean. It's so sleek. I want to give a shout out to Steve and Dom for uh, doing a fabulous, amazing job with the site. Things are uh, things are really coming along here at Boss to Boss. Hope to uh, hope to hear from some of you soon. All right, take care and crush the rest of your week. Peace. That is all for this episode of Boss to Boss. Your next step is to visit BossToBoss.com, where you will find proven techniques followed by professionals to help you make that next step. Again, that is Boss, the number two Boss.com. And remember, the time is now. <laughs>